Hey, how's it going, Lakeland? Welcome back to A View from City Hall. This is Chad McLeod. Thank you for listening to A View from City Hall podcast. This is your Lakeland City Commissioner, Chad McLeod. Today is Thursday, July 16th, when I'm recording this. Uh, the last time I was podcasting it was back in June, right before Father's Day weekend. Seems like a long time ago, but uh, it's good to be back on the podcast. I had hoped to do these episodes every other week, and it's I, I think now I'm settling into a once-a-month routine with these podcasts, but it gives me a little bit more time uh, to to bring back some material to cover. Again, the purpose of this podcast is to provide my perspective as one of the members of the Lakeland City Commissioner, the newest member of the commission, and just give people an update on some of the things that, that we're working on, as well as my perspective on these different issues. I know I have a lot of people who listen, who kind of in both camps, some of you follow you're engaged, you follow uh, local news, and, and you know what we're doing as a commission. And then I have people who listen who who really don't. They don't um, keep up with the day-to-day. And so uh, the feedback that I have received is we enjoy your podcast because it gives us a chance just to hear from you as a commissioner and some of the things that you're doing. And so I appreciate that. Those of you who have uh, encouraged me to keep doing this and, and who are listening. So whether you are a repeat listener or you're coming to this podcast for the first time, thank you very much for listening. So I am six months into my term as a commissioner, and sometimes I feel like I'm, I'm very much still learning the ropes and the process, the staff, and that uh, rightly so that I'm, I'm very new into this process. And then there are other times where I feel like I've been in office for years, that so much has happened from March through now, so much that was unexpected when I was sworn in in January that, it, that we have gone through as a commission uh, in, in working with uh, the staff. We've, we've just gone through a lot of of issues, and we're still going through a lot of issues. I mean, I think back to June when I was recording the last podcast. At that point, we really didn't have uh, a discussion as a commission. the The issue of mask or a mask mandate was not really on our radar as a group. Maybe we had had some individual conversations, or some of you out there had uh, emailed us and encouraged us to pursue or not pursue a mask mandate, but it wasn't something that we were talking about, and that was that was just a month ago. And so you look at how much has happened in the past month. And speaking of uh, the issue of mask, many of you who are listening to the podcast, you probably read my blog post on that. So I don't want to rehash everything that I have uh, covered in my my two post on on that issue. Uh, I did one post when when the issue first came to the commission, um, the the Monday after Father's Day, whenever that was in June, my thoughts on it at that point when we uh, decided not to to pursue a mandate and to try and go the route of a public education campaign. I wrote another post uh, after our decision to pass a 30-day mask requirement within the city and just my thought process on that and how it um, evolved over that time, uh, my reasoning for it. And so if you haven't read that, I encourage you to check that out. That just provides my perspective on um, on that issue. And, and just to reiterate that we are in different times than I think any of us have seen. And, and when you look at the policy response and how government at all levels is, is trying to respond to the coronavirus and the threat that, that we are seeing um, in our state, in our nation, uh, and, and certainly in our cities that, uh, you know, it's just, it, there's no shortage of opinions. And I, and I cover a lot of that in, in the post. And uh, really, I want people to know that uh, as a commission, we are, we take these decisions seriously, and, and we really 
pour everything into that decision-making process, trying to do what we believe is right for Lakeland. And, and we've, we've had a lot of uh, people just giving, giving their opinions and voices, and, and certainly that, that is part of the process. But check those blog posts out if you, if you haven't had a chance to, to read those for more um, on that position. You know, again, we'll, we'll take up that issue again on uh, August 3rd. Someone had asked me recently, what is, what's been your biggest surprise in, in your time in office so far? And I thought that was a great question because uh, I really had to think about it. You know, what I, I had not stopped to consider what has been the the biggest surprise, the most surprising thing that I've found. And it, the more I thought about the question, I really I would say that a, as you get into the city and and have a front row seat at uh, the city of Lakeland and the different layers of local government and the things that are part of our city operations. What has surprised me the most is just the vast scope of everything that makes up the city of Lakeland. There is so much that that goes into running our city that, and I would even say before I became a commissioner, that a lot of it you just, you don't see. You don't see uh, unless you're connected to it uh, as a resident. There, there's so many different moving parts, everything from public safety, our, our police and fire departments, um, public works, utilities, you know, water, Lakeland Electric, um uh, the airport, um, you know, the, and everything that's happening in that operation. And, and uh, there's just so much planning and zoning and, um, you know, our, our community development, and building permits and inspections. And, and there's a, a lot that goes into running um, a, a municipal government in, in 2020. And uh, it's, it is fascinating. I enjoy the process. I enjoy policy and the issues that come along with that. And so that I think that's been one of the things that has just surprised me the most. Just the more that I learn, the more I discover how much really is is involved in making our city run and, and what it takes from a staff perspective. And, and we have some great staff, some, some really talented city employees and people who've been with the city for a long time, uh, a lot of institutional knowledge, and a lot of people who come to work every day and, and they want to do the best they can to, to make this city everything that it can be uh, because they live here and they've grown up here and their families are here uh, and their kids are here. And so that's, that's been really fun to see. Uh, again, I, there are many times where I feel like I'm, I'm still learning the ropes as I would expect uh, half uh, being uh, six months into to the job. And, and then there are other times where it, it seems like the newness uh, is, has worn off just because of all that, all that we have been uh, dealing with as it relates to, to COVID-19. I wanted to provide on this episode a couple of updates. One, an update on broadband and that project where that stands. Um, talk a little bit about the budget process. So this morning we had a budget workshop. Uh, we did a virtual budget workshop. I was going to give a, a little recap on that. And then a quick update on the city manager search. And I talked about that um, last time on, on the last episode. So uh, with broadband, uh, we have received, we being the commission, we have received proposals from eight firms who are uh, hoping to partner with the city on some type of broadband initiative. And those proposals have just, as of today, uh, been handed out to all of the commissioners. The commission will act as the selection committee for this process. So we will go through individually each commissioner and rank uh, the different firms and score them. And then we will come back together as a group at the end of July. I believe it's July 31st that we will come back and report our rankings and begin that process of of talking about moving forward and hopefully uh, to select a, a firm that can can be our partner in 
offering broadband service throughout the city. And in the details of that, we don't know what that will look like. I, I would expect those proposals will have some similarities, but also some differences. And so I'm excited to really dive into that, to look at those proposals and see if there's a company in this mix that would really be a good partner for the city of Lakeland to help achieve some of the goals that that I think our city has as it relates to improving high-speed internet service. So stay tuned for more on that. As I mentioned, we're going through the process of ranking those proposals that have come in, and and I'm excited to see this uh, get moving because I know we, we've we been talking about it for a long time as a city, but specifically is the decision to go out and, and issue a request for proposals. This has been uh, ongoing really most of this year since, since I started. I think in February is when we uh, started going down this road. I mentioned on the last episode that we were a little bit delayed in the process because of the coronavirus and we extended the deadline for firms to apply uh, because we were hearing from a lot of companies that they, they just needed more time to get the information and, and pull different people together and, and just the the challenges that they were encountering. So we, we pushed back that deadline, uh, but now we, we have the proposals in hand and, and we're moving forward. So definitely stay tuned for more on broadband and where we go from here. The second thing that I wanted to cover is uh, a recap of the budget workshop that we had this morning on Thursday, July 16th, and, and we heard from several uh, department directors on um, just budget impacts, you know, the things that they're considering for fiscal year 21 and, and what it means for the city budget. It's always good for me to hear from from these uh, department directors as to what's, what's going on in, in their department. What are uh, the things that, you know, as it relates to the budget, how does it affect them? How does that affect city services uh, for, for the next year and beyond? Uh, we also had a very detailed um, update and presentation from our city finance director, Mike Brosart, and really just walking through a, a picture as best we know at this point, uh, what our budget might look like for fiscal year 21, 22, and 23. And right now, we're still operating under a lot of unknowns as it relates to to the budget and just the overall economic impacts of COVID-19. And I know that has to be hard for our finance staff. And I really want to give them a shout out because I think that they've done a great job in, in doing their best to forecast with the information they have right now and having to operate under a lot of assumptions. For example, and, and Mike talked this morning about um, assuming that we are going to enter a recession and they're they're using data and reports from economists and, and different monitoring services to to assume that we will enter some type of a recession. What does that recovery look like? How fast will it be? We don't know. Uh, what does it mean for the next several years in terms of property values? What do we expect? And, and so, um, you know, Mike has really tried to be conservative in um, planning for a a maybe a longer term drop in property values. We don't know if that's going to happen or not. It may not. Uh, if if the recovery uh, the from you know the economic shutdown, if that recovery is um, quicker and and maybe not as prolonged as uh, some had expected, then we may not see some of those those dips in in property values in other parts of the economy. And that would be wonderful because trying to plan a budget under those scenarios, but I, I think that's wise and responsible to kind of look at what it what is um, maybe not the worst case, but but could be possible. And so that's what Mike was walking us through uh, this morning. And then for us as a commission to look at what do we do with next year's budget uh, in terms of certain monies that had been allocated? So you may have heard about uh, 
the city manager coming to the commission, coming to us and, and asking for, here's some items they've identified that we had sort of earmarked money for. And and given what we're, we're heading into for the next fiscal year, for us to consider de-appropriating some of these funds. So for example, the uh, airline backstop, as it's been called, uh, which is a, uh, an amount of money that the city would, would put forward if we had a commercial airline that came to our airport. That's been a big initiative for several years, but it's pretty much on hold right now because airlines, uh, to my knowledge, and from what we've heard from our airport director, airlines aren't looking to expand. They're really in survival mode. So the chance of landing a commercial airline in, in the next fiscal year is probably pretty slim. So the money that we were going to set aside uh, in the, the to the tune of $1 million to um, guarantee, you know, if an airline came and they could not meet their their targets, uh, the, the profit margins that they were hoping for, it's not uncommon for cities and counties to put forward money uh, as a backstop is what it's called. Um, and so in, in this case, we had allocated $1 million for that as part of that effort to, to get a commercial air service to Lakeland. So that's one of the items that is on the table to de-appropriate out of the budget. Free, that, that essentially frees up a $1 million to, to put somewhere else, to fill a hole, um, to, to put us in a little stronger position going into uh, fiscal year 2021. So we walked through those different uh, items that we are considering de-appropriating from the budget. We did that this morning. The one thing that I um, I think stands a good chance to, to stay in is that the money that had been allocated uh, to assist with uh, the launch of the Lakeland History and Cultural Center. It's a line item for $200,000. There seemed to be consensus um, among the commission to keep that in or to do everything we can uh, to make that happen. And I think that, you know, the feedback that that I heard and, and some of the things that I mentioned is, is that if there's a way to find $200,000 somewhere. We have a $600 million budget that we believe that's an important project, the the launch of the Lakeland History and Cultural Center. There's a real community effort underway. There's a committee that's um, made up of a number of community leaders, and, and I think there's a lot of excitement and energy around what is a, I see as a very um, good project, a, a uh, valuable project for our city for telling the story of Lakeland and its history. And, and I believe there's strong commitment uh, among uh, the majority of commissioners uh, to see that through and to keep that line item in for uh, next year's budget. So we'll, we'll see how that plays out. Ultimately, we talked a lot at the end of the meeting about what do we do with the, the millage rate, the rate uh, that we tax property values. Right now, the millage rate for this current fiscal year that we're in is 5.464 per $1,000 of, of taxable property. Um, and that uh, the discussion was, do we keep the, the rate the same? Or do we look at a budget scenario where we roll that that rate back uh, to some level? And, and we have not made that decision yet. Uh, there was the thought of, you know, one of the things that you, that you have to do as a, a local government is you have to advertise that rate, uh, whatever that rate's going to be, uh, with the property appraiser and, and let the property appraiser know when they send out the, the trim notice, the truth and millage uh, statements that show that it, this is what your property taxes could be uh, if the commission approves this rate. We have to give the property appraiser uh, a rate. And so we, we talked about um, advertising the rate as the, staying the same, uh, 5.464. 
nothing prevents us as a commission well, when we adopt the final budget, as we go through that process from now through September, nothing prevents us from lowering that rate, even if we advertise it at 5.464, if that makes sense. I know that's kind of hard to, a lot of information to follow. And my thought was, uh, I always just from a philosophical standpoint, uh, like to see when local government can uh, reduce its millage rate as much as possible. You know, you, there's sort of two sides to it. You, you want people to be able to keep as much money in their pockets as they can and keep property taxes low, but you also have a city government, uh, city services and things that we have to fund. And, and property taxes uh, do fund um, a, a you know, not insignificant amount of, of the city's budget. It's not the largest piece. Um, we receive a, you know, the dividend that we get from Lakeland Electric um, is more money than we get from property taxes. But nonetheless, it's still, it, it's an important part of, of revenues that we have. And so I, I was okay with, you know, let's, let's advertise the rate at 5.464. And then let's really have a conversation and, and get some scenarios from our finance staff on, can we roll back those rates. We're in a time right now, and I, you know, another commissioner brought up that you know, 19% unemployment in Polk County. There, there are a lot of people who are feeling a financial hardship um, given you know, that we're coming out of an economic shutdown and, and just the economic reality for a lot of people uh, has been very hard right now. And so if there's a time, if we can find savings, if we can, if we can give people you know, some sort of relief you know, even if it's small, in the form of, of lower property taxes this year, this coming year, then then that's something that we could, should consider. And I, I think that we should, as a um, city commission, we should go through that exercise every year of saying, how, how can we make sure that we are not taxing people any more than, than we absolutely have to? And, and if it pushes us, if it forces us to look at how do we be efficient, how do we make cuts to things that maybe are just we don't need or, or we can pass on that savings to the taxpayer. That's really what I, I, I hope that we go through that. We may end up at the same millage rate uh, for this next year. I don't know at this point, but I think it was a good discussion. And I'm, I'm looking forward to just seeing numbers and different scenarios and seeing where we go from here as a city, knowing that it's, I mean, we are operating in what could be some very difficult budget times and require some uh, spending cuts and things, you know, really tightening our belt uh, as, as we go through the next couple of years. And, and at this point today, in July of 2020, there's just there's a lot that we still don't know. So if you have any questions about that, or, you know, I know I kind of threw out a lot of information, but you're always, I, I love feedback. I love talking and communicating with constituents. So chad.mcleod at lakelandgov.net. Uh, you can reach me. You can email the entire city commission, city commission at lakelandgov.net. I always try to email everyone back, especially if you email me uh, to my individual email address. And I told somebody recently that during the mask debate, we, we received hundreds and hundreds of emails. And so that, I just got to a point to where it was a struggle to keep up. But I do read every one. Uh, so I want you to know that, that if you send an email to the commission, and I, I think every other commissioner does the same as well. I, I know I've heard my colleagues say that they read all of it. And so that it's an important part of the process. So always feel free to, to contact us to reach out. The last thing that I wanted to talk about very quickly is an update on the city manager search process. We did hire a search firm to, to lead this process. Uh, GovHR out of Illinois 
is the firm that is spearheading that. And so we have started as commissioners individual interviews with the, the consultant for the consultant to get an idea of what, what are we looking for in, in the next city manager? What is important to us? What's important to our city? And, and I'm excited about this process of seeing where it goes, of seeing, you know, I know we have some internal uh, candidates who, who will be applying and I'm excited about that. I, I look forward to seeing the candidates uh, from the outside as well and just really having a, a thorough comprehensive search as I told the consultant this week when I was talking with her just about Lakeland and where we are now, and I said, COVID-19 aside, and I, you know, that's, it's such a big deal. It's hard to, to even say that sometimes, but COVID-19 aside, uh, coming into the end of this year was a very promising time for the city of Lakeland, and I still think it is. I still think as you look out five, ten years for Lakeland and, and the potential for our city, the growth that we're seeing uh, just the things that are happening, the energy and the excitement in our town, I, th- I think a lot of that is still there. And I think once we get past the coronavirus, and I, I truly believe we will, that a lot of those those same things will be there. And so for the next city manager, uh, a lot of consequential decisions, a lot of things that, that will be important to the future of Lakeland. So I think that's all for now. I've covered a lot of ground. And as I said, I think I'm I'm doing these podcasts about once a month. So the next one will probably be in August. And uh, I really appreciate you listening. If you know of others who are out there and you think they would like to listen to a view from City Hall, I encourage you to to share the podcast. Um, It's an honor and privilege to serve as one of your city commissioners. Have a great week and rest of the month. And I'll see you back again here soon. 